Roses are red, violets are blue. We all love good brisket. So come through the drive-thru. 517-BBQ. I hope you like my little poem. Come join us in the drive-thru or order on your favorite app. Located at 427 East Oakland Ave, Lansing, Michigan. 517-BBQ. You ready to eat? Welcome to Grand Kai Gaming. This is your first time here? I'm glad to have you. On this channel, you're going to find tournaments, reviews, gameplay, and so much more. If you find this content valuable, consider subscribing to the channel. Thank you for checking out the ThisENT.com podcast. And make sure you visit ThisENT.com regularly for all things entertainment. Okay, first of all, I want to tell you congratulations on the new baby. Thank you, sir. Thank you. That is, like, really big. Uh, <laughs> so has it, uh, has it, having this new baby, has it changed you any? Absolutely, it changed me a lot, you know what I mean? You know, just kids in general, you know, the same on first, but, you know, just having kids in general definitely, it, it gives you a, a sense of more responsibility as a, as a parent, though, because you know, you know how it goes. Yeah, I, you know, my wife and I have two kids. She has two boys, but she had two kids before we got married. We haven't had a child together. So, I mean, what is that What is that feeling like to, to make that child and they hand it to you and you hold it? What is that like? <laughs> Man, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, it, it's, just a, it's just a feeling that, you know, you, you realize, like, yo, you made another you, you know what I mean? And then you and then you want that you want that that person to be loved and given the proper the proper um proper love that that they supposed to have you know and for me it's like you know this music should keep you young you know what I mean music being a being in the, in the industry it keeps you young but that always keeps me grounded is just to know that you know outside of being an entertainer you still got to be a parent and you know be there as much as you can be there you know. Attention passengers, this is your captain speaking, the word heavyweight champion, Mr. Joe Walker, and welcome to this podcast brought to you by thisent.com, Proven Esports Group, 517 Barbecue, and Grand Kai Gaming. Grand Kai is using his 10 years of sales and marketing experience to help you succeed and advance your career in gaming and esports. He's got some helpful videos on his YouTube channel. Make sure you check those out and subscribe to his channel at Grand Kai Gaming. And also check him out on the weekends on twitch.com slash Grand Kai Gaming. He has tournaments called Ultimate Warrior, Rocket League 2 versus 2. Lots of action, loads of fun if you want to be a part of that, sign up. And again, make sure you follow him on that channel. That's twitch.com slash Grand Kai gaming thank you all for tuning in again i want to send a happy father's day to all the fathers listening all the fathers out there father's day is important for a lot of reasons man not just um the birth aspect of it or, or having children there's a lot of different ways that you can be a father you can be a father creatively a, a father to your creative process it, it, you know, different ways you could use the word in the, in the definition of what the word is and, and being a father. But we want to apply it to having, you know, children and family. Family is important. That's why I played that piece by Raekwon before the start of the show. To hear the pride 
in his voice being a father you know when when i first i believe that was the first time it was the first time i interviewed raekwon and you know I, I found out you know ahead of time you know that he he just had a new you know he just had a new child and um it was important to me to mention that and to at, make sure that was part of the conversation and it was important to me to hear him speak in a manner that didn't involve his music you know at that point you know i didn't i didn't feel like i was listening to you know raekwon the chef and i hope that resonates with everyone who heard it i hope you you heard and felt that too being a parent changes you. It changes your motivations. It changes your sense of urgency sometimes, depending on where you are in life. Protective nature, like so many things happen to you, like instantly, when you become a parent. Um, I have three boys. And they're all very different in age and personality. But each of them affects me differently because you, as they, you know, as they grew up, you learn their personality and what their needs and desires are and how you engage with them. You know, sometimes you're able to engage with every, you know, with everyone the same when you have multiple children. Sometimes you're able to engage with them the same. And sometimes they're very different and you have to be different. You know, you, what, how you approach them and how you how you speak to them, how you nurture them. You have to cater it just to them and it has to be different. And not to confuse it with favoritism in, in any way, because it's not. It's just, you know. Some people respond to things differently. They need to hear different words. They need to hear, they need to feel affection differently. And that is, and it's such a learning process. There's, there's so many books out there that you can get in and read about parenting, but it's still someone else's opinion and experience. It, it, you can, you can find, you know, tools with, you know, find some tools within from that stuff and within that stuff that you may be able to apply or that you can take and modify and make it work for you. But it's still, you know, that interaction between you and that child, there's really nothing written by anyone outside of your own personal connection that can help you. The only thing that's going to help you is experience your experience together. And that's one of the joys of parenthood, having that, you know, creating that, that experience and that relationship and growing together. Music is so important in all of our lives. 
I hope it's important in our lives. I'm, I'm making the assumption. Maybe music isn't an important thing in your life, but music in my life is important. And I know a lot of people where music is important. And a lot of these people who have children. And for me, you know, a certain style of music was passed down to me from my parents, my grandparents, my mother and father, their likes and dislikes. And as I grew older, of course, I developed my own. And some of the music and things that they listened to that I heard that I enjoyed growing up and some of it I didn't. Some of it I didn't enjoy because I didn't understand it. And as I got older, I began to understand what I was listening to and appreciate it more. One of those one of those artists was Sade. My mother loved Sade, but I didn't. I thought her music was boring, but I didn't you know, I didn't get it as a kid. But after I got older and and I don't even know what what provoked me to go and listen to her music again. But I did. And. You know, I heard her. You know, before I was, you know, the, the music was just there. I wasn't listening to it. But I listened and I heard her. I heard where she was coming from with these songs, what they meant. And and some of the messages resonated because I'd been through some things in life. Oh, you know what? I remember watching Video Soul. <laughs> I used to love Video Soul. It was a video show that came on BET, for those of you all who are not familiar with what Video Soul is. The show that came on BET, host Donnie Simpson. Um, It had been... It had been years since Sade had a song, since he had released a new single. And she came back with, I believe it was No Ordinary Love. And that was it. That was what influenced me to start to go back and revisit her catalog, her older stuff, and listen to it. Because I, I listened to that song and I'm like, it just it just hit me different, you know? I'm like, oh I I get it. You know, again at that point I had experienced some things. You know, you have your you have your family that you're around and that, you know, the things that you care about. But as you get older again, growing up, you know, I seen some friends that I knew from my childhood grade school through high school that unfortunately lost their lives no longer with us I'd seen some relationships that I'd known since I was a child you see those relationships older in life as I grew up you see those relationships come apart you see people that you're accustomed to seeing together are no longer together. For some of them, there's no association, you know, at all. So I understood the song. And then the music was great. Sade has won some of the best production, man, around. I love how her music is produced and how she arranges and, and uses the, the, the beat to 
oh man, to convey those messages. They're so passionate. So yeah, that's what that's what influenced me to go back and, and revisit her catalog. And I was glad I did. But that came from, you know, that came from my mom. And then my dad, my dad was a DJ. He was actually the first black DJ in my hometown. And he used to bring me basically bushels of vinyl. <laughs> he used to bring me bushels of vinyl and he would, you know, there would be certain records that he would want me to play and listen to. And I'm like, nah, you know, I would only want to play the ones that I was familiar with. Like, yeah, he had some Janet Jackson and some Michael Jackson, some Michael McDonald, Chicago, police. But there would be others in that mu in, in in those records, you know, uh, in that in that bunch of records that he would want me to listen to, like um, Gladys Knight. You know, as a kid, I'm like, ah, Dad, I don't want to hear Gladys. I don't want to listen to Gladys Knight. <laughs> but to go back and, and and listen to that stuff after you get older, and you're like, oh, this is why he wanted me to listen to this. My dad was also a chef. He was an executive chef, retired from the from the profession. Great cook, fantastic cook, amazing. But as I, when I got my own family and I started, you know, preparing meals for my family, it was a blessing to have his experience with food to pass on to me, giving me ideas on things to cook, giving me direction on how to prepare certain things. Invaluable. And now I can pass that stuff down to my boys, my older boys. Let's switch things up a little bit. All right, we have a guest right now on this podcast, and it's someone who makes music that I enjoy tremendously. I was able to meet this person at A3C, and not only is this person a, a, an incredible artist, but it's also a good person behind the music, active in their community. Please welcome to this podcast, Kenny Buttons. What's going on? What's going on? Blessings, blessings, blessings. Mr. Buttons, you know, I've been looking I've been looking forward to this for a while. You know, it took me a minute to 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 ask for that uh you know, that request this interview. Right. But um you know, as a fan, you know, you don't I don't I didn't want to put too much fan into it at first. You know, I wanted to give myself some time. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but um you know, I really like how you use social media. And that's one of the, one of the first things I want to talk to you about. Um I know that you share a lot of, you know, your early, you know, production ideas, the way you start beats and giving people samples of what you're creating. But I also really enjoy the engagement that you have and the encouraging things that you say to your followers. So what encouraged you to start doing that? Oh, man. Um, you know, honestly, I was, I didn't know how, you know, when I first started doing, you know, social media, A, I didn't know anything about it. Um, I was completely new uh, 
to it all about five years ago. And, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't know how I was going to start or what I was going to do. All I knew was that I had, you know, um, I had something to share. You know, the, the flip side of that is that, you know, you know, as a creative, you know, I, I've always had this sort of, you know, dangling thing of, you know, what, what are people going to think? What are they going to say? And so, you know, um, I, I just, you know, I just, I just started to share what, uh, you know, what was happening with me creatively and, you know, how I am in the moment when I'm creating something and how it makes me feel, you know, um, and th and that's what, you know, people get to see when I share, you know, on social media uh, daily, um, who I am in the moment and how I feel and how it makes me feel in my reaction to, you know, um, what I feel is dope. For people who might not be familiar with with your music and your career, give us a, a little summary of your background. Uh, well, I started out as an artist, um, an artist when I was 17. Uh, my first freestyle record was produced by Tony Moran, uh, and that was on Atlantic Turnstile. Um, I did pop music for a while. Um, then uh, I ventured into rock music. I was the lead singer of my own band for uh, Counterfeit Disaster for about five years. I always wanted to rock um, when uh, when I first heard uh, you know my first Metallica song, and so um, I did that for a while, and it gave me a great understanding about you know uh, how to write rock records, arrange them, produce them, um, and you know throughout it all, I've always been. I've always tried to produce music um, uh, in the earlier stages of it all. I'm sure for most of us, uh, you know, my stuff was completely trash. It was garbage. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, but I always grew up, you know, around, you know, R&B, hip-hop. It's what my mom used to play in the, you know, along with salsa, you know, merengue. is what she used to play in the house. And so, you know, I've always wanted to do... Um, create, you know, hip-hop records from my own point of view, um, and, uh, yeah, and so, you know, a, you know, a, a, you know a, a short story of, you know, how it all started, this, here I am now, you know, uh, just, you know, sort of injecting the music community with, uh, you know, my take on, you know, what, you know, what hip-hop means and feels to me, you know, so, uh, creatively. Mentioning that your mother played salsa and merengue when you were growing up, uh, can you tell us one of the artists that still hasn't that you, that still has an influence for you? Um, you know, I mean, you know, the one she used to play a lot was you know like Willie Colon. You know, I can remember that. You know, growing up as a kid, you know, um, she used to love playing. You know, Willie Colon. You know, Freddie Jackson, Luther Vandross. I mean, you know, Patti Labelle you name it like this is what used to you know happen at, at at the crib when i was a little little kid you know yeah you know i think that's impressive that you have such a vast you know music background i always think that makes a a, a better artist when you when an artist has um you know a more diverse palette in music um now i need to you know start listening to your music again to look for those rock influences and and, and salsa and things but your music is very creative and i like the different elements that you put into it already um like what's your favorite element to inject in the hip-hop that people might not recognize right away 
God, you know, that's a, that's a hard question to answer. I mean, you know, here, listen, you know, when I create every record, when I approach, I should say, every track, you know, for me, melody is key, right? So, you know, when I, when I start, you know, a track, you know, I'm always searching for the right sound, which then inspires, you know, a melody, you know? So, for me, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's, uh, you know, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's, you know, that different sound, but I, I, what I, what I, what I try to do is I approach creating hip hop music. And in the beginning, for me, this was kind of like what was killing my, my tracks from a, from a, a songwriter standpoint, you know, a single songwriter standpoint. So sometimes it's, it's, you know, I, I produce over the top and then I eliminate stuff when it's, when it's time to, to arrange the track. But, you know, I always, I'm always looking for that fresh new sound that's not quite happening. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So sound for me is is what um, is what key is what's key to any of the the tracks um, that I that I create. Okay, where did your signature eat phrase come from? Eat. Well, you know that was so that came from my man, um, my partner, my brother Nook Beats. He's an incredible producer out of uh, South Jersey, um, and I met Nook. Short story: I met Nook at uh, in Atlanta five years ago at uh, Beast of the Beats. Well, I I met him prior to that, but we, you know, our relationship started at. Uh, I stand at Joe's this event every year called Beast of the Beats, and and uh, we all met. We a bunch of us all met uh, in Atlanta, and we were coming from a Waffle House. And it must have been like maybe two o'clock in the morning, and we were talking about you know the event, the the, the big ba- uh, beat battle, um, and the event, and you know we were, we were really excited. And and Nook and Nook ended the conversation with like I can't wait you know for tomorrow so we can all eat. And I was just like that's dope. We all kind of laughed. It was like wait what, what is that? Um, <laughs> and sort of that that stuck, and, and, it, and it you know and it and it uh, and it stuck with me and. I kind of sort of carried the torch and eat represents your grind. So whether you're a music producer or you're a reporter, you know, or you are a software designer every day when you get up, you know, you on your grind. And so, you know, eat represents that. <laughs> I I was just having a conversation with somebody about, about how much I, I miss Waffle House right now. I, I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> so good, man. It is, man. So good. And you say, too, and you said, you know, it was about 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm, I'm thinking in my head while you're saying that, and I'm like, yeah, that's definitely Waffle House time right there. <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah. <laughs> For real. Okay, Um. now, seeing you at, you know, at Space 2 and watching the, the crowd respond every time you dropped a track. Me feeling it myself, I'm like, oh man, you know, you had some of them was just, just insane. But what I was wondering was, what does that feel like to you watching that? I mean, you know, you know what tracks of yours are good and which ones aren't, and you know which ones are going to generate, you know, a certain response. So what's it like to be on the stage looking out into an audience that deep and seeing them respond to your beats that way? That way. I mean, you know, it's a great feeling um, when people, when you, when, when I receive that that kind of response. It just, you know, it just uh, for me, it, it uh, 
you know, it just reminds me, and it even solidifies, you know, the hard, you know, the hard work that goes into you know, making this. And sometimes, you know, <clears throat> you know, you're, you're, you know, you're unsure of this, you're unsure of that, and 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 I'm the kind of creative that, you know, I don't let my music go unless I can listen to it 200 times and know, you know, that I'm I'm good with it. You know, and if it doesn't bother me, then it's it's okay to to go to move. You know, um, <laughs> it's one of the things that I have. Um, you know, I've learned to kind of um, not be so serious about it. And it's why, you know, I let people in early on in my Instagram posts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Things are not so, you know, uh, um, figured out. So it, it's uh, it, it really feels amazing because, you know, um, I feel like, you know, my hard work has paid off. You know, that's the, that's the you know, that's the goal. You, you want people to you know, to uh, connect with it. And when you get that kind of, you know, that, that kind of appreciation or that vibe or that feeling from a crowd, it's go like, yeah, man, that's, that's how I feel too. When I, when I created this record. So it feels amazing. It feels amazing, you know, gratifying. Yeah. And, and, and doing it the way you were at that I standard gig, um, and having the different MCs come up and spit is, do you, does that kind of feel like, uh, for lack of a better term, test marketing? You hearing the different MCs and the their, their voices over the tracks? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, listen, you you always have an idea of what you'd like to hear on it. You know, sometimes that that doesn't necessarily happen. Um, but having you know different artists, you know, who approach records differently is always a great thing. A, you know, you get to hear you get to hear something that you didn't envision and, you know, and B, you know, it gives you an opportunity to meet, you know, new up and coming, you know, creatives, artists. So, yeah, I think it's a, it's a great way to, um, to find, you know, potentially the, the, you know, a new artist that you, you know, you might work with in the future. Right. I like that. Okay. Let's switch it up. Father's Day. Father's Day is approaching. Uh Uh-huh. Um, I look at being a father as a creative person. It was such a motivation for me. Um, like everything, my whole thought process on things that I, things that I write and who I write for kind of changed instantly. Um, when I became a father, Uh, did that happen for you? Yeah. I mean, you know, everything changes when you become a father, you know, um, the way you look at life, the way you approach life, your decision-making, um, you know, how you live, you know, uh, the things you do from your day to day, you know, you're, you're, you're an influence, you know, you're a role model, uh, to your children. And so, uh, for me, you know, I'm a dad, I'm a full-time single dad of an eight year old boy who is my center, my everything, you know, I, I love him with everything, you know, and uh, I also am a dad of a 25-year-old daughter, two grandchildren, and so these, you know, these kids are my life, you know, they're, they're my family, they're, they're everything to me, so, um, you know, my music comes from a personal place anyway, Every everything that I talk about or write about comes from a personal experience, That's you know, um, so certainly, you know, I mean, uh, <clears throat> um, should I use more filters, you know, from time to time with my little guy running around? Sure. You know, I'm not the, I'm not the best of it. I'm not the best at it. Um, Nico is a sponge. He really is. He, uh, 
he's 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 very he's uh, he's influenced by what I do in the studio at home, and uh, you know it shows with you know him making music on his phone, on his tablet, you know to you know that's uh, awesome. singing and rapping when he gets up in the morning. You know, Nico is ready to go, and he's out of his funk. Um, when he's singing and he's rapping or he's beatboxing, that you know, then the kid is it, 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 it's a good time that you, now you can have a conversation with him. Before that, leave him alone until he, he you know he wakes up, kind of thing. But um, yeah, man, um, music for me has always come from that personal place. But you know, um, when you when you have children, you know things always change and you know priorities need to shift. You know, so. I don't know if I answered your question. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you did. You did. Uh, and talking about uh, your eight-year-old beatboxing, uh, when did you introduce him to Fat Boys? <laughs> it's so funny because he's, he's never seen a Fat Boys video. It's so crazy that you mentioned that. I remember growing up on the Fat Boys. I loved them, you know? <laughs> um, wow. This is crazy. It's a, it's a, the, 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 the little things that you, you, you forget. Thank you for, 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 uh, for, for bringing that up because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show him some Fat Boy videos today. But no, he's never, you know, he's never, he's never seen a Fat Boy video it's just crazy. Like to me, one day he just started like, you know, he, again, he, he watches me create music at home. Yeah. Um, we have my pre-production studio and he, he's always like, you know, I'll turn around while I'm making the beat and I'll see him in the mirror, like just rapping, like, you know, hands, you know, like moving, like, and, and just looking at himself as he's just mumbling things. I'm just like, wow. Like I didn't, te- I didn't teach him that. Like, this is something that is happening and unfolding all on its own. So Nico just started doing that, you know, on his own. Like he, you know, he never, he never saw one beatbox video. So, um, it's just, you know, it's, it's amazing, um, that, you know, this is what is happening and unfolding being influenced by music at home. Man, that's so funny because my, my seven year old King Manny Fresh just last night, kid you not. Uh, he said, we're getting ready. He was getting ready for bed. And he said, Hey dad, Play that Fat Boys video where they go rob the all-you-can-eat place. <laughs> That's great, man. That is so great. I think it's awesome that you grew that you you know grooming the next generation of artists. You don't even know if he's going to be an artist, but the fact that that's in him and. You know, I like seeing the influ- that influence on my son. I just play what I play, and you know he likes you know he likes that kind of hip hop himself. But his favorite music is jazz. Wow, that's great, man. That's great. Yeah, that's man. So awesome. So let's 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 dip back in time a little bit um, before we move forward on some things. Um, what was your what was your relationship like with your father, and? And going beyond your father, like with your great grandfather, did you know him or have a relationship with him? Well, you know, my I knew my dad um, up until I was about the age four, until uh, about age four. Um, I remember when my dad my dad left um, when he was four. I remember the I remember you know I lived in the Bronx uh, in the projects with my mom and um, at the time my three siblings. And, you know, my mom and my dad would have an, you know, an, an argument. My mom threw a plate of spaghetti at him. And that was the last time I saw him. You know, I was four years old and he was giving me a, he was, he was, you know, he was, he was 
he had me on the shoulders just running around the house. And so that was the last time that I, I, you know, I saw my dad for a long time. And then I periodically saw my dad, you know, a couple of years here, a couple of years there. And when I saw him, you know, he, uh, he, you know, he was, he was deteriorating, you know, he was, he was hooked on drugs and heroin and crack. And, um, he, you know, he was, he was, he was living the fast lane and the fast lane, you know, eventually caught up to him. And, you know, when I was 18, you know, because of the usage of, of heroin, uh, my dad uh, died of AIDS. And I'm so sorry to hear that. No, no, no. It's all, it's all good. I mean, it, it, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, he, uh, he was just, you know, he just had a, you know, a really rough, you know, uh, time with, with, with heroin and, you know, drugs period. And, he, you know, he passed, you know, because of the, the AIDS virus. And so, you know, I, you know, my relationship with my dad was, you know, um, it, it wasn't much. And, you know, the thing is, is, um, Thank God I had my grandfather, you know, who I called dad. That was, you know, that was my rock and my grandmother. And, you know, they, uh, you know, he was, you know, he was, he was, uh, he was the man in my life who, you know, who guided me when I, you know, when I was taking wrong turns. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And I, just to answer your question, I, I never, I never got a chance to meet my great grandfather. You know, unfortunately, you know, he had passed, um, before I was born, but yeah, man, my grandfather was my father. That's awesome. I hear that. I hear that a lot. You know, I was able to have a, you know, an intimate relationship with my grandfather too. God rest his soul. So that's that's special, man. Family is important. Dope, man. Family is important. It is. It, it is, man. You know, my my grandmother and my grandfather. They are the you know the glue that kept you know all the family together through all of this functional crap, fighting, you know, ups and downs, you know, because of them, you know, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas and, you know, the holidays in general will always, always remember that because they, they, you know, they always made it happen, you know? Man, your family mirrors mine, man. Well, my grandparents passed my, my mother's parents. Um, we were very, we were very close, and we spent a lot of time together, especially holidays too. But when my grandparents passed, and they passed like two, two and a half weeks apart, um, it, we just, we just, wow. kind of, we just kind of splintered. It's just not, it's not right. the same anymore. We know we don't see each other as much as we used to. We we try to when we can, but it's not. It's just not a part of our regular culture anymore. We just don't see each other as much yeah, anymore. It's, it's weird. It's, it's, crazy because like you know i you know i envy i miss you know when i see families who get together on a regular you know on a regular basis who you know spend time with their siblings who you know who make it a priority and i think you know um especially in my family like we, we just don't make it a priority anymore you know and you know that you know that's the history of it all and and, and growing up and you know you know and then growing up you know in a lot of dysfunction you know it kind of over the years, you know, gradually everybody just kind of separated and, and moved about their own, you know, uh, way. So, yeah, man, it, it definitely, like, uh, I miss it, man. I really do. I, I miss it, and, you know, I enjoy, you know, watching those who, you know, um, who have it around them on the daily, man. I do also, Kenny. I really do. Uh, so let's get yeah, back. Man. Let's get back to you as a father and... You being active in your community, 
Um, I think it's great that you that you do things that are charitable. But I think it's also great that you have children that see you doing that. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, like I mentioned before, I think it's extremely important that, you know, um, you know, we role model um, great things for our, our children, you know. Um, you know, it's, uh, they will, we are, you know, we are, uh, we are raising our, the next generation, you know, um, and it's really important that they, you know, they understand that it's not just about, you know, um, what's good for them, but, you know, what's, what's happening around them as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, for me, it, it, again, you know, sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm, I, you know, as a parent, I, I should use filters around Nico and, and sometimes I don't, but you know, you know, um, it's, it's important that I do everything that I can to make sure that, you know, Nico, um, Nico is, you know, he's, he's equipped with the knowledge and the tools necessary so when he's you know he walks out these front doors as a teenager you know he uh he understands how to use them you know hey man absolutely all right kenny um tell me about a time when someone you didn't know a complete stranger uh was able to help you out in a way a complete stranger wow Yeah, well, somebody was just able to just step up and do something kind for you unexpectedly that you didn't even know. I mean, listen, you know, uh, I remember, you know, my car broke down um, and I, you know, I'm the last minute, the last moment kind of guy, you know, and uh, I was, you know, I broke down on the side of the road. I had no jumper cables. I had no phone, you know, and, you know, I had someone just pulled over it. Um, they saw me like, you know, against, you know, leaning against my car, like kind of thinking like, damn, what the hell am I going to do? I was far away from home. Um, and this person just, you know, just pulled over and said, you know, is everything okay? And I said, you know, I, I could use a jump, you know, um, um, my car won't start. And, you know, they were nice enough to pull over, you know, time out of the day, turn the car around, give me a jump. Thank God. That's what it was. Um, and, uh, and, you know, and, and it helped me out tremendously, you know, so that, that was, that's, that's probably one thing I could think of right off the bat, like, you know, was younger and, uh, it was just like, it, it meant the world, you know, no one, just this person didn't know who I was, you know, um, most people who see me from, you know, uh, from a distance, uh, you know, they, uh, um, they're, you know, they're a little hesitant at first, you know, until they get to, to, to speak to me and know me. So this, you know, you know, having this person just, just do that, uh, meant, meant the world. So yeah, that was, was probably one, uh, great kind thing someone did for me, man, that I, that I, that I remember. What, what's been your biggest blessing? Oh man, my, my, you know, life, children, um, you know, uh, five years ago I battled with, you know, thyroid cancer and, you know, and, uh, and, and finding that out, you know, makes you reevaluate everything, and you know, um, you, you start to take things a, a lot you know, more serious. And so, you know, I am I am extremely thankful that I can get up every day, look at my son, talk to my you know my daughter, look at my grandchildren, and just just breathe. Like the, the small things that most people take advantage of, taste, the smell, the touch. You know, being able to walk and you know talk and 
you know, so I, I am extremely grateful for life, man. And I have to say, you know, I, f I feel that in your music. I feel that in your personality and how you present yourself to people. You can tell that you enjoy the day. And that that's awesome to see. You have to, man. Listen, today, we have today, tomorrow isn't guaranteed, man. You know, I, I am extremely grateful that God has, you know, has, has blessed me, you know, um, over, over, over about, you know what I mean? So over the bunch. So, so I'm just like, you know, I am, I am, you know, I am extremely, you know, grateful every day when I, when I can, when I can see, you know, and open my eyes, man. You know, I don't take that for granted at all. That's what's up. Awesome. Let's go back to the music. Yeah. When you released people, this mm -hmm. was a joint that you were, you know, actively pushing for people to hear because of it because right. it, it because of its message its relevance the importance and now more so than ever the song is really like <laughs> yeah so exactly. yeah exactly when when you started creating that song was that influenced just by you know just the society around you or was it something more personal no i mean you know i think Society, you know, we all, you know, we're rooted in what go, what goes on around us. You know, <laughs> you know, uh, that that's just for me. It's an automatic. You know, it's like when things. You know, when when uh, two years ago when I wrote this record, you know, uh, the twelve year old Tamir Rice and you know the Mike Browns and you know the Eric Gardners and uh, you know then we have a president who is you know playing chicken with North Korea and it's like you know putting you know all of our lives here jeopardy and it's it's a big joke and it's just like all these things at once all the police brutality that was happening and the racism not to say two years ago that was sort of like you know the peak of it all it's been going on for for a very long time and you and I we, we you know we, we we talked about it a little bit uh, we texted uh, about it a little bit on on the phone a week ago and it's just. It all came to head for me. I, you know, I I was really angry. You, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I was extremely angry that, you know, these people were just getting away with, with you know, with, you know, murdering people. Mm -hmm. Whether you're young, old, you are still people, man. And um, it, 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 just, it, just, it just left a, a really bitter taste in my mouth and it was just so you know immediately I, I felt angry but it was like what what was the feeling underneath that you know it's just like uh i was worried you know i was i was afraid you know i i have you know three of my siblings you know and this has nothing to do with color but you know for me i worry because i have three siblings who are black you know i have four nieces who are black you know my grandchildren are half black you know what i mean so it's like yeah this should, it resonates big time here at home and so you know i'm just like damn like you know this this is you know this has to stop and so that's 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 where the record you know started i was just like you know i was inspired to you know call for an uprising man you know and that's and that's what for me that's that's where people you know people you know came to life that track definitely has rallying power i mean for any everybody listening if you haven't heard haven't heard the song People by Kenny Buttons and Cambada. Y'all need to check it out. It's powerful. The video itself, oh my gosh, it, it it reminds me of Fight the Power. 
Yeah, man. We, you know, listen. Shout out to Cambada. He's an extremely talented dude, and and you know, a, a lot of I've not worked with, you know, uh, too many artists that stay on the subject. You know, the other guy that I work with, Nino Bless, is one of those guys that 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 hits it on the mark too. But when I gave this record to Cambada, he really just nailed it. Like I was, I was, you know, there wasn't like there wasn't any back and forth. It was like, bro, you 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 brought it home. Let's just let's make this video happen and. Uh, we did it in Harlem at the uh, Adam Clayton Powell, uh, right in front of the statue, right in front of the government building. And, uh, you know, I, I was worried that, you know, we, we did this shit guerrilla style, and I was worried that, you know, we were going to, um, we were going to have trouble. And, you know, for a while we, we, we shot, and, and then we, uh, we, we, you know, we got harassed by some cops for about an hour. They mm. thought we were, like, inciting, you know, uh, uh, a protest. Of course they did. Um, and. Again. I said, of course they did. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, but, you know, God was on our side and we were able to finish the shoot and, you know, um, made it happen. But, yeah, man, I, I, uh, I'm extremely proud of that record. And it's funny, uh, you know, I promoted that record two years ago when I tried to promote that record on, on social media. They shut me down, you know, and uh, I, I went and promoted the record again on Instagram last week. And, for the first time, it went through, and I was just, I was like, "Wow, this is this is it's crazy." Like two years ago, they wouldn't excuse me, they wouldn't let me do it, and I when I went to promote it again last night, and uh, it was shut down again. So, um, you know, um, the message, you know, the message needs to be heard. Like this, you know, enough is enough, man. And and that for me, that's for me, that's what it is, man. Enough is enough is enough. You know, when are we when are we going to stop seeing? You know. Um, these things happen, man. You know, you know, racism, racism is, 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 is here and it's, and it's, and it's more than it ever was. And, you know, to boot, we're watching it on TV. Oh, it, it, it blows my mind that this is still even a conversation, but it is. Dude. Um, you know, I was, you know, I was happy to be able to share that, that record we were proud to share it on this ent man and again when i when i watch it it reminds me of of pe's fight the power just seeing the seeing the video the, the the people the the energy the passion of it all it's such a it's such a passionate piece and art should you know i've always felt like art should reflect life a lot of you know, life goes into the stuff that i write and you know hearing you talk about how life goes into your music um, that's important. That's important for everyone to hear. If you, if you're someone that's, you know, you're a creative, even if you're just starting out and you're trying to figure out where to go with your music, just let life around you influence you. Look, look inside yourself. I promise you, you're going to find something. There's something there. Absolutely. There's something there. Now, Kenny, yeah. um, Tell us what you're currently working on and what we need to be looking out for uh, from you. Well, um, you know, I, uh, I'm just working on a string of singles. Um, the, the goal is to put out, you know, a single every two to three months with a visual um, and kind of, you know, continue to build a brand. Um, and then, you know, attack it, you know, um, attack multiple genres at the same time. You know, I'm going to put out, you know, some hip hop and R&B records. Uh, Bye Bye Baby is going to be the first single. You know, I was promoting that 
single for 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 a couple of weeks, and then I stopped because you know there are more important events, you know, events happening in the world today. So um, I took a step back and said, "Well, we'll come back to this record when you know um, when it's appropriate to." Um, so yeah, my plan is to. You know, I got a lot of dope hip hop R and B joints, um, and I'm gonna put those out. And then, um, you know, then I got a, a doo wop record that I, I'm gonna put out, some doo wop records. And then, you know, I'm gonna start venturing into some of the pop and the rock stuff that I have. I just want I want to be able to. We're in an age, we're, we're in a day now, you know, um, musically where you know we have immediate access, you know, to our fans, to the consumer, and. I just want to, I, I want to put, you know, everything that I do out there, you know, and um, whether it's doing opera stuff, pop rock, whatever, you name it, you know, scores, I just, I just want to put it out there. And, you know, I have a, I have a, a hard drive full of material that I've just been sitting on wondering, you know, what am I going to do with this? You know, am I going to use it for, you know, television or film? Or, so I'm just, you know, this year, you know, putting the team together and we're just going to start attacking all, um, you know, all avenues from film, television, and, and just putting music out, you know, yeah. um, and not, uh, you know, and not stopping until, you know, eventually, you know, um, it hits. Kenny, tell everybody where they can find you on social media and where they can find your music. Uh, you can find me um, on any social media platform. It is Kenny Buttons, B-U-T-T-O-N-S. Uh, and that is everywhere KennyButtons.com um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook You name it, I'm out there You can find all of my music on every major platform um, uh, Yeah um, And uh, I, I'm excited to share this new record You know, hopefully soon um, uh, And uh, and start feeding you some, some great new music And I, I really appreciate you taking the time to, to talk with me today And to be a part of this podcast it's been awesome having you as a guest. I've been, I've been looking forward to it for a while, and I must say, it lived up to all expectations. Dude, you're oh, great man. to talk to, listen, bro. I, 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 listen, I want I want to bounce it right back to you. You know, sometimes I can go off in a tangent, but I'm 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 truly grateful. Um, a for the interview, uh, but more importantly, you know that you you take the time. Um, just like everyone else out there who who's taking the time to invest in my journey um, and where things are going from day to day and, and how, you know where I'm at musically. So I'm extremely grateful. I'm humbled. I promise everyone out there who is listening, don't take it for granted. Um, I am truly um, uh, thankful when I can get up every day and uh, put forth an effort to something that I love, I'm passionate about. And so thank you guys. Thank you. Um, you know, for taking the time to want to interview me and know more about, you know, Kenny Buttons. So thank you all. You know, love you and um, many blessings. And uh, um, I can't wait for you guys to hear, you know, all the new music. And don't don't stop out there um, eating. So eat. Yeah, man. Sharing is caring, dude. Thank you all for listening. I'm the World Heavyweight Champion, Mr. Joe Walker. You just heard Kenny Buttons. Make sure you follow him on all his outlets. Make sure you follow us on all social media at this E N T one. That's T H I S E N T and the number one. And you can follow me on Twitter at Mr. Joe Walker. Thank you all for listening. Joe, thank you, baby. Thank you for checking out the thisent.com podcast. And make sure you visit thisent.com regularly for all things entertainment.